Mr. Pop. Because my nine-six-year-old mother didn't realise I was still broadcasting, so I told her about this podcast. Uh oh. No. This will be the first rock and roll she's listened to. What a glowing start this is. This is Rock and Roll, your weekly shot of sport and music with Kevin Hillier, Brian Mannix and Mark Fine. That button there. Oh, Houston, we have liftoff. Welcome to Rock and Roll, everybody. Very sombre night because when we're recording this, they're burying Her Royal Highness, Her Royal the Majesty, uh, the Queen. I'm, re- I'm recording the funeral so I can watch it later. <laughs> <laughs> that voice was Brian Mannix. God knows who I else know, would it be. Brian. Oh, yeah, introduce us. Let's yeah. do it. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's do it formally. And here's, here is His Royal Highness, uh, Mark Fine. Hello, Mark. Yes, well, it's been with great sorrow <laughs> that I accept the crown, which, of course, doesn't fit over my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know why Brian's recording the funeral because mm. he's such a royalist. He's going to play it in reverse to try and bring it back to life. <laughs> I got a I got a text the other day of someone I won't say who, and they sent me a photo and they said, "Why is Prince Charles hanging around with Danny Laidley?" Uh, as yeah. in, as uh, who was? Oh, Camilla. Oh, the oh, Camilla thought that Camilla looked like Danny Laidley. So um, there you go. Oh, well, I can, yeah, I can see some resemblances there. She does look a bit, um, a bit trans. I can see a bit, uh, a bit of resemblance there. To be honest, well, I see Danny Laidley was at the Brownlow last night. Yes, yes, she, so was. she should be. Yeah, with his, with his, with with her girlfriend, which yes. is Donna. It's kind of bit. Is that weird? It's sort of like I'm going to become a girl and then have a girlfriend. I. Wow. That's what I'd do. (laughs) Really? Funny. (laughs) Funny. I thought Mannix was the most inappropriate human being, but you're you're giving him him a run for the uh, the title, I reckon. I'm telling you, (laughs) if I was a woman, (laughs) I'd be at the very least bi, but probably (laughs) Lelesi. Really? 100%. 100%. Not interested in blokes. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm with you 100%. You know, if I, if I, I, I reckon, with, I reckon with modern machinery, we're, we're obsolete almost. Have you seen what's on the internet today? I will For bring porn. I'll bring, I'll bring it up later on. Is there, any, is there any porn on the internet today, Kev? I've got no idea, Bron. I don't. I actually. It'd be a very strange day if there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'm just watching a flotilla of pigs go past my window here. No, uh, of course there is, Brian. No, there's Good. a thing on the internet today. Uh, and welcome everybody. To, well, so... uh, uh, this is a disaster, by the way. What is this whole this show? show <laughs> has started disastrously for us. Why is that? We're already in there. Because I've told. Because my ninety-six-year-old mother didn't realise I was still broadcasting, so I told her about this podcast. Uh oh, no! She's ninety-four, but this will be the first pod rock and roll she's listened to. What a glowing start this is! What's her name? <laughs> Lucy. 
Hello, Lucy. Hello, Lucy. Welcome to the show, darling. My, you know, forgive yeah, your son for his crudeness. <laughs> you bastard. You're the one that sent me down the Danny Laidley route. <laughs> Oh, hello. Well, no, I think it's Listen, real. wait a minute. I did not ask you to root Danny Laidley, all right? That's just get that straight. Uh, you know what she'll say? She'll what? say, oh, that Brian was lovely. Good on her. God but bless Brian, her. Yeah. Well, you know, your She's mom, a lovely woman. Your mum will say, oh, yeah, that Brian was lovely. I quite like that. Ken, why did you have to say you were a lesbian, Mark? <laughs> I said, if I was a lesbian. <laughs> when no, do we get a woman? woman? I don't know. I mean, why don't we get Lucy on the show? She can come on our Christmas show and give us a few. Oh, well, if she's Jewish, she probably doesn't really no, no, Christmas. No, she's quite happy to come on the Christmas show. Oh, well, we'll get her on the Christmas show. Yeah, we will. Show. Oh, God. Unload on me. That'll be good, yeah. yeah Even better. Fantastic. We, we might get her on for a few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so what's the what's the highlight of your week been down? And have you, I know you've been working very hard there at uh, Lenny's Fine Foods in North Caulfield, but you, you, you've, you've had, have you had a chance for a life during the week as well, Finey? Well, barely, triple time, because Saturday is Jewish New Year, which is quite a good celebration. Okay. Marked with the giving away of honey and apple, and I've had all these honeys come in and learned a lot about this great collective of local amateur apiarists that actually have beehives on their roofs. Oh wow! And I'm supporting them, so I bought a heap of their product and had it put in little glass jars, and I'm giving it to every customer. So I'm not even selling it. So I just want to support. I think it's a great idea. Is it nice honey? Is it good honey? No, it's I dreadful. don't like honey. <laughs> I hate it's honey. The, it's the worst friggin' honey you can get. <laughs> no, they reckon it's really good, not processed. But the company that collects it off them are very fastidious. But interestingly, because the bees come from, even though they they can be in the same area, they 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 go to different trees and they come from different trees or something. Anyhow, so they produce different flavored honey. Oh, okay. Mm. It depending depends what pollen they're on. So, um, anyhow, people seem to really love it and appreciate it, so that's been fun. But it's been very busy, pre-orders and, yeah, business is good. Um, uh, What else? Now, can I ask you a question? Uh, Yeah. uh, Are you closing Thursday and Friday or what are you doing? No, 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 no. Stay open right through. Okay. That's the impression I'm getting from everyone, that the Thursday holiday, the and I spoke to a couple of people today uh, who own businesses, um, it's actually going to hurt them. They said, you, if we don't open, we get hurt. If we do open, well, we have to pay double time for everything and we get hurt as yeah, well. I've got, I've got the kids working and the wife yep. taking some time off. We can't afford to pay triple time. That's just ridiculous. Yep. But, yep. you know, I mean, we bought a business and we're paying it, paying back the bank and whatever. I can't afford to close for two days. Yeah, exactly. That's that, exactly what that, the bloke, the the bloke said to me I today. Mean, I mean, small business is, is a... It's a fragile thing, you know. It's going well, but have you spoken to the small business minister of Victoria? <laughs> the, well, the the woman that has never actually run a small business, well, so therefore she's thought, the perfect freaking candidate. The small business minister is that the business minister who's just small? <laughs> no, no, the minister uh, for small business, and um, 
you know, luckily she's never run a small business, so that makes her have total empathy with your situation. <laughs> well, that's like the Minister for Racing has never rigged a race. <laughs> well, as long as he's been to the races and had a bet, he's probably qualified. But the Minister for Racing has never won a race. A maiden, a great... <laughs> you know. It is actually... Actually, you could put a racehorse in Parliament. All those in favour, I. All those against, nay. And be as effective as anyone else. Get it right fifty percent of the time. Uh, and and yeah. if the gelding, you'd be in less trouble than most. Of the <laughs> uh, no, no, no. We want somebody in Parliament with balls. <laughs> uh, and what's been the highlight of your week, Mr. Mannix, up there in the penthouse? Um, well, it was Lucky Phil's birthday yesterday, so oh. we had a party oh. and a big barbecue by the pool and big party. And um, I'm still waiting to find out how that turned out because I woke up this morning and I don't remember how it finished. So um, I just found lots of glasses of red around my apartment and um, a whole lot of telephones here and... Yeah, so I don't really remember, but obviously it was a good celebration for Lucky Phil's birthday. Sorry, red wine, uh, lots of red glasses with red wine in them and lots of phones in there. Was it a, yeah. hooker, was it a hooker's convention or what was it? It might have been, <laughs> I'm really not sure. Um, um, it's all very vague to me and I don't like this. You know, sort of, uh, maybe just because, you know, you end up sitting in, your, you know, in the place by yourself. And, and you're getting pissed and stuff. And then because it's not spectacular, you just don't remember. But I wake up and I go, well, I don't remember. I remember waking up and going to bed, but <laughs> it's all a bit vague. Uh, and I think I've got to have a good hard look at myself or pay somebody else to have a good hard look at myself. I think you get someone to film you. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Come no, on. Want that. Come on. Oh, talk about know, going viral look, on YouTube. Look, if the, you know, if the uh, Aussie Osborne can do it, if, uh, you know, uh, all those people, you know, they've got the, the Mormons with the 17 wives and all that stuff over there in Utah have got their own TV series, the little people have got their own look, TV series. Surely there's, it, surely there's a, uh, you know... It's bad enough when I'm slurring on this show. So, you know, I've been trying to get my act a bit more together than I have in the previous month. But the real, um, the real squatters of Surface Paradise, come on, there's a, there's a, a massive market. That's a good, that. <laughs> the real squatters. Now, that's a good show. <laughs> well, the bloke in the female bikini, he's a beauty. <laughs> and, and there's another bloke that sleeps out front of. John Ego's all right too. Um, you know, and the, you the, know. Back, the backpacker from the Bavarian uh, Steakhouse. We, you know, look, we are not you know what? That's not a bad idea <laughs> for a TV series like um, Rock Stars, you know, Rock Stars over 60. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bloody good show. Actually, and the, well, it's not like we don't have uh, enough candidates, and now Brian's in. It. Well, look, at, at, at Gold Coast, everybody is welcome. Um, we're not Martha's Vineyard up here. We, we welcome everybody. As long as they've got money, they can come and spend it and keep the economy going. But, uh, you know. I've got a song a for it. I've got a song for it. What is it? it well, we get Cartman to sing uh, his version of, uh, of the Elvis Presley song and we change it from In the Ghetto to In the Gold Coast. And the Gold Coast, in the ghetto, and the Gold Coast. Could do that. And a girl had sex. So you could change the words. 
with a bunch of guys from the footy club. Girl had sex. <laughs> yes, she did. On the Gold Coast. Oh. See, don't you, don't you or me. <laughs> there you go. Oh, hey, they, oh. now, funnily enough, uh, no one's mentioned the Brownlow Medal as the highlight of their last uh, seven days. Uh, yeah. uh, just before we get on the footy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I had a big decision mm-hmm. after a hiatus of must be close to 15, 20 years uh. on getting back into the tattoo business. Sorry, giving or receiving? I've never given one. <laughs> so, um, so you're you're a receiver, are you? Uh, I've got some tattoos, you bet. Yes, yeah, so I'm getting a... So as a lesbian woman, you're a, a receiver. <laughs> Fantastic. As a, tattoo, as a tattoo victim, I'm getting... So what, hang on, so what, you've already I got know. some? Yeah, I'm getting a big tattoo on my thigh. Yeah, but hang on, have, you, have you already got what's some? What's it going to... What's it going to say? Midlife crises? <laughs> it's going to say, shut up, Brian. No. <laughs> no, 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 not midlife crises. Look, I've got tattoos and I've always wanted more and and I've... So did you get... Hang on. T- all right, hang on. Let's go back. Yeah. So when did you get the tattoos you've got? Oh, I got one when I was about 30. Yeah. And what's and it off? One, oh, shit, it's just a... Number 22 on my arm, a son with a 22 on it. Yep. And why does 22 have any significance to you? I'm born on the 22nd. My wife's born on the 22nd and I like the number 22. Now we'll just call you two little ducks from now on. Two, Correct. two, two, two for funny. Two, two, two. So what else? Is that the I've only- got a greyhound on my hip. Right. Oh, chicks love that. They love a bloke with a greyhound on their hip. He's a well, happily it's married man. It's, it's actually from a photo of my greyhound pre-Fontaine. Oh, okay. Very good dog. Yep. So and they've got, got half sort of the bigger yeah, one, which is this one. I'll show You've seen my tattoo. Yeah, the dragon. Oh, okay. Oh, you look like you're in the Yakuza. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you've got and half a mongrel a, on your hip. I'm getting a, a big... I'm getting a... A, a large old-style tattoo on my thigh. Okay. Why? So where on your thigh? The whole thigh. Nothing but oh, rock okay. and roll. Rock and roll logo, I presume. And now it's going to be, it's, gonna, it's, it's like old school. It's going to have a heart with that, you know, they, write, they have like a, a scroll, scroll with the yeah. word Natalie. Right. And above that, a very... So you should put out Natalie. Picture. Natalie's your wife. Yeah. Yeah. A okay. seductive picture of a woman with one in a bikini with one breast showing. All right. And above that, two guns with a scroll over it that says love. Fantastic. You know what you could do though. Kevin's Kevin. looking at Kevin's looking at me like I've lost my mind. <laughs> well, well, that's well, what, on. that's that's exactly what I wanted to talk to you about. Well, yeah. Because if you get the tattoo up high yeah. enough to you, say speedo line, yeah. right? That the breast that is hanging out, maybe you could just have one of your Jets crackers <laughs> hanging out there <laughs> and get a no, little no, nipple no, put on right the Right in the middle jetsy. of my thigh, that girl. You'll see it. I've got a picture of it if you want. Yeah, well, you'll be able to drop the wheel down that low. They're swinging pretty low these days, aren't they? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, 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 no. More tea, Vicar? They're, still, um, they're all right. <laughs> they haven't dropped yet. 
Um, um, it, no, it normally takes us, you know, a good 40 minutes this to point, get this at filthy. At this point in the broadcast, <laughs> we'd, like to, we'd like to call for resuscitation for Lucy's yes. Somebody resuscitate my mother. Get some smelling salts to oh, Lucy's, please. I forgot about Lucy. Hello, Lucy. Now, hang on, does, you, Lucy, does Lucy know you, apart from right now, previous to right now, did Lucy know you were getting a tattoo? No, she wasn't happy with the first three, so. Oh, okay. So, hang on. So Maybe. What, what, because, the, you know, the original of this one doesn't have the word Natalie on it. It has the word mother. Ah. So we're cracks in that. We're not putting mother, is it? Right, fair enough. Now, what brought this on? Oh, I love tattoos, and I've made some changes to my life that I'm happy with. I'm feeling as well as I've ever felt. Yep. And I'm back in the mind space where... You know, I've lost, I've lost weight. I'm feeling good, and I'm ready to get more tattoos. Okay, fair enough. Right, good All for right. you. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm, the one I wanted. Oh, hang on. I'm glad. You know, you've got to be in the right headspace because I wanted one right. You know that nice spot when you're not fat. No, I have no idea what that looks like. Yeah, it's sort of under your belly button. It's the flat. Totally, you know, it's, totally it's aware. Not I'm under totally your belly. It's not spot. not under your belly button. It's just above your your gro- groin. It's sort of the, the just under your your speedos, right? Yeah. And I was going to get one right along there, saying "Welcome to the jungle." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, speaking of that area on oh, a, on a mare. Here we go. You yeah. know, you know those Bloody lines. Painful. You know those lines at the top of your leg, the sort of diagonal lines that sort of head towards your your your, your pubic area. Yep. Chum gutters, girls call them, and they love it. So you can show your cum gutters. The girls go, "Oh, I like his cum gutters." And, and how about so that? That is that along your hip line. It's sort of it's in from your hip, and it's sort of a line from your stomach to your groin, sort of thing. You know, either yeah, side of I, your tummy. I, I had a girlfriend a bit wider than that, that flat, hard bit when you fit, just sort of around your hip The boys have that girls don't have. That's right. where my greyhound is. You're half a mongrel. You know what I think you should do, Fanny? I think you should tell Lucy that, it didn't record last night. You'll have to wait till next week to hear the show because, really, this is not the, the show to introduce her to rock and roll to. Because you know what I was going oh, to do? Oh, yes, I, it I, is. I, I still might do this because I got the greyhound. I was going to get a rabbit, one rabbit on my ass and another one halfway up my clacker. Looks like the greyhound's facing it up the burrow. <laughs> Oh, right. No, too much information. Sorry. I'll tell you what, though, <laughs> once you live bait that greyhound tattoo, it'll never be the same. Uh, I'll, I'll be banned for life. Yeah, so I'm getting that. I'm getting a few more as well. Okay. Well, keep us posted. We'll have a tattoo update uh, coming your way. Uh, yeah. Let's get to the footy. Tell me about the Brownlow. Yeah. You happy, unhappy? What did you think, Fanny? Well, I think Lockie Neal's a fantastic winner. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's his second brown. That's his second brown low. He's come from Frio to Brisbane. Um, I know they didn't make the grand final, but I think he's a worthy second brown low. Uh, Funny. Um, yep. Patrick Cripps played in the last round, despite being suspended. He went to the I, the tribunals. Yeah, tribunals. Tribunal. You can't. Hey, mate, you can't win it when you're rubbed out. Well, well. Yeah, I saw. I saw the incident. 
Mate, he should have been rubbed out for that. He's in the air. He's hipped in there with the guy's head. Oh, mate, <laughs> it's a fucking joke. I mean, seriously, you know, I know that, I know that your Chris Grant cried all the way, still piss moaning about the second Robert Harvey brown one. Oh no, but, I don't. I don't have a problem with Robert Harvey having a brown note. I think Chris no, Grant no, should no, have one. No, no, no. He should not have been rubbed out. Chris Grant got done. No yeah. question. Yep, absolutely. McKernan yeah. got stiffed. Yeah, yeah, that's probably ben, that's probably true. Ben, and this is a bit of a reverse. Ben got lucky. Stiffed, but the winner, and you know what? I actually believe. See, the problem is, even though I believe that. If you rubbed out, you should still be able to win it. I think I think you should only not win it for a real act of thuggery. Yeah, you know, Cripps is a very fair player. Oh yeah, but no, the problem no doubt. is that he polled in the game that he should have been rubbed out. He did, and he got the three votes and won the medal on the on the strength I'm of saying, that. So it, even though I would have been comfortable with him winning it, had he had enough votes before then. Yep. Anyway, I'm, I'm whatever, but you know what? He's a very worthy winner because he's been a great player. He's a good player. Uh, no bones about that, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. And uh, my immediate thought last night was, hmm, wonder if they're printing, uh, as we speak, minting the Chris Grant retrospective Brownlow medal uh, or whether they won't do that because that still yeah. to this day stinks. But that's that. Uh, I don't, don't want to rain on um, on Patrick's parade because he, he spoke very well um, uh, in terms of uh, uh, his integrity and his, you know, his... Feeling for the game and his love and passion and all that and dedication to the game, so you can't you can't knock him for that. But well, he, he didn't speak as well this morning, Kev. It looked like he'd been up all night. I believe he'd been <laughs> on the P one double S very heavily. Oh, he was struggling a bit, but um, yeah, he uh, yeah. Um, I tell you what, I did notice. Like, I only had a quick squeeze at the because I, quite frankly, the Queen's funeral's far more entertaining than the Brownlow. Um, but or at least you know I who's reckon, dead in the Queen's I reckon funeral. The, I reckon some of the football players, I just thought some of the girls, I didn't think the standard was up to the usual standard. Oh, I, I don't say boys, that. A couple of the girls are just, oh, you'll do, come along. Oh, that's, I don't know. No, that's very, that's incredibly unfair. I didn't, well, have you, you know. Have you got any mirrors in that new penthouse of your joint that aren't on the ceiling that you've looked in recently? Why would I need a mirror, Kev? That's, <laughs> that, would, that would just be self-indulgent and uh, you know me. It's all about others, not me. But, no, I, I, I just thought um, some of the dresses weren't that great. Oh, okay. You're talking about what they were dressed in. Oh, well, just see, I just didn't think they looked up to the usual sparkle. Some of them did, but I just sort of kept was like, oh, I really love. That's not the right dress for you. And, um, you know. That is the highlight of the brown. I was looking at all the girls' dresses. Um, of course it is. Uh, you know, you may as well. The bingo would be more interesting because you might be able to win yourself. Brian, Brian will be appearing soon as a fashion consultant to Rue Paul's new uh, new Netflix series, so look out for that. Well, I might be, actually, I might be pulling the boots back on. Uh -oh. um, you know how I said I was and still wasn't sure whether I'd retire from the footy or not? But um, you got to start might... before you retire. <laughs> well, no, 100% accuracy in front of goal. Oh, yeah. But, no, I might be playing um, I might be playing up here. You weren't the same in the toilet. Queensland, the Queensland seniors with Mark Jackson. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, it's, it's been floated to me. I said I'll have to go to training and, you know, I'm probably going to have to play a quarter. But, um, 
you know, it's... Um, Mate, don't let... Jack, if Jacko falls on you, he will break you in two. Well, I've met Jacko, so I think we're okay. He's, yeah, no, he's a, know, but he's, a big, he, he's a big unit. Oh, he's massive. He's big, massive. But anyway, I'll, I'll keep you informed. I was inspired by Finey's return to the umpiring the other week. I thought, yeah, right. You know, 61 I'd love to umpire this. you, <laughs> oh, Look, I'd love for you to umpire me. I'd slip you 50 before the game and make sure I got a kick. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know what? A player said to me once, he could do this to the umpire. Mm-hmm. He came up to me before the game and he said, can I get free kick to a 50-metre penalty for what I'm thinking? I said, no. <laughs> And after the game, and, and during the game, I gave a free kick against him. And yeah. he said, remember what we discussed before the game? I said, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, because I think you're a fucking hopeless. <laughs> 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 uh, very good. <laughs> uh, Should have reversed the free kick based on that, I reckon. Yeah. Well, right. well, that's, there you go. Now, we'll get to the footy uh, a more in-depth. No, we're not going. How did you like my best bet of the year? Oh, the Brisbane Lions oh, has yeah, dead set yeah. certainties. It did Is that, the one, you, that one you're talking about, Finey? Ah, oh, fucking, I've had a terrible year. I almost <laughs> got run down by Mannix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a deli owner, for Christ's sake. Yes, exactly. When in doubt, play the deli owner card. Works every Correct. time. 1st of March 1974 is the chart. Before we get back into the footy, so I'll read you the top 10 from this chart. This is a really interesting chart. Number 10 is I Am Pegasus by Ross Ryan. Nine is Rock On by David Essex. Eight is Farewell Auntie Jack by Cool Bananas. Number seven is The Lord's Prayer by Sister Janet Mead. Has there ever been a more varied bunch of songs? Um, Number six is The Joker by the Steve Miller Band. Number five is Heartbeat, It's a Love Beat by the DeFranco family. Uh, All right. Four is Skydiver by Daniel Boone, which your dad used to play all the time, I think, Brian, if my memory serves me correctly. Yeah, you used to muck up the melody. You'd always sing it like, down, 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 <laughs> down, 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 as soon as you hit the ground. It's like, Dad, it doesn't go like that. You go, oh, I'm just improving it. <laughs> uh, number four, I Love You, Love Me, Love by Gary Glitter. Oh. Number two is Sorrow by David Bowie. And number one is My Kukachu by Alvin Stardust. And we've already had some great comments, which I'll read to you shortly from uh, the social media. But uh, grand fi- it's grand final week. Um, there's the parade on the river uh, on Friday. I'll come up on the boats and then jump in the cars and then go to the things. So there's all that on Friday. We've had the Brownlow Medal. Bought four tonight, so it didn't clash with the Queen's funeral. And so morning on Thursday. We've got the day of mourning on Thursday. Why didn't we have the day of mourning today when the funeral was on? Forget the day of mourning. We should have the morning of mourning. Yeah, well. April Fool's Day. (laughs) It's the end of midday. Yeah, well, that would make, yeah, I'd be up for that. Yeah, the morning of mourning. Yeah, that would make more sense, but anyway. Uh, So then we've got Friday's a public holiday because... It's Why ridiculous. is Friday? Because <laughs> <laughs> stupid Dan said, oh, we'll have a holiday. Does anybody, because when I used to go to the football, the grand final parade, you know, I was working at sports movement. So, you know, all the office workers would go out, oh, you yep. come and check this out. Look, has the numbers dropped for the grand final parade? Well, because there's no I one working thought, in the city anymore anyway. That's why they're bringing it down the Yarra, I reckon. That's why they've been able to get away with that. Well, Sally Cap's doing a great job. Uh, so, you know, that's, well... I like her brother, Andy. <laughs> well, he's, well, ru- oh, he's well, running for I mayor wish... of the Gold Coast. 
Well, I wish Andy would do what he normally does to Sally. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going there. Um, Don't bother. No, it's, I won't. It was, a, it was a bad road today. Yeah. I'm sorry, Lucy. Yeah. No, it's all right. Uh, He's long gone, mate. So then on Saturday, <laughs> so then on Saturday, it's uh... we turned off a long. <laughs> <laughs> what when you became a lesbian, that yeah. was enough for it. Probably would have done it. Um... Yeah, that, I don't think you, I don't think I don't think you saw minute four actually. <laughs> Just tell her that it, it didn't record this week, and she can watch it, listen to it next week, or make a concerted effort. I know exactly to... what she's going to say. <laughs> what? what? And people listen to that. Well, she's not the first one to have said that. And then you you say, well, we do. (laughs) And then Uh, on Saturday we've got Geelong and the Swans. Okay, come on, Finey. Who wins? Who wins? Geelong and the Swans. I'm back in the Cats. I haven't been to the 97. No, I went to the grand final in 80. What was the date? It was really hot. 87. Yep. Carlton Hawthorne. Yeah. Why did I go to that? Don't know. Why? Anyone? Anyone? Because uh, you wanted to sweat. No, because that's the first grand final I ever went to. In 87? Yep. First ever. Okay. No, that's not true. You went to the I North Melbourne to... Collingwood draw. Correct. So did I. Correct. I went to 77. I got tickets. Greg Nita, a friend of mine, got tickets. I went to 77. Then I went to 87 only because St Kilda were in the reserves grand final. Ah, okay. Then I went to 97, St Kilda played and lost. Yep. Then I went to 2009, St Kilda played and lost. 2010 I went to a couple of grand finals. They were a complete fucking disaster. <laughs> Sorry for laughing. Then I went, I went to 2000. When did Hawthorne beat Sydney in the grand final? Uh, was that under John Longmire or Paul Deer, uh, Paul Deer, um, or Paul Ruse? No, no, it was already. I, I, it's the one Hawthorne beat Sydney. Anyhow, uh, whatever. One of them. One of those. Two thirteen yeah. or something. Yep. Because my daughter bags for Sydney, so I haven't been to a lot of grand finals, but I am going on Saturday. Why? Because uh. my daughter's a mad fan supporter, like mad. Uh, okay. And she yeah, said, you go on her own. And I said, don't go on your own. That's no fun. How'd and you said, get a well, ticket? Oh, not cheap. How much? Um, we got two tickets, 900 each. What? Wow, I paid six. What did I pay? Just on 700 for the ones I bought, I reckon, in 2016. Well, that, mate, you know, so there you go. I could get three hookers at the Oriental Plum for that. Pardon? Three. Three. <laughs> three. They've got, three. They've got the footy five. If they're three, why would you pay them? No, it's, there's 300 to go. They've got their footy, they've got their footy final discount on. You know, yeah, it's, but, it's, you know, footy final week, you know, 20% off. Well, oh, I get it. I get it, Brian. So, mm. so you with the first one. That's mm-hmm. all. Well, good. What are you doing with the next two? Watching the footy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, and, and if you're taking all three at once, well, that's just green. It's um, it's a new, <laughs> it's the new all-in multi. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brian's Brian's only got to get one leg in, and that's the, he's fine. His <laughs> money back on the other two. If the, fir- <laughs> if the first leg gets in, you get your money back on the other two. So Brian's working. That's on a, that. I've, 
They've always said this about threesomes. Oh, God. Well, it's great that you have a threesome with two girls because when I'm finished and fall asleep, at least I'll have someone to talk to. <laughs> well, Correct. Tommy Lee from Motley Crue has a oh, whole different take on God. it. He reckons threesomes are no good because there's one person always kind of left out. He says you've got to have foursomes. Oh, so Really? It's Tommy and three Sorry. chicks. Oh, Tommy and three chicks. I like American doubles. <laughs> paying attention to one girl, the other two can sort of warm each other. I don't know, but yeah. that's what Tommy Lee says. So, oh, it's all right for Tommy, Tommy Lee. It's all right for Tommy Lee, you know. I mean, he's the rock star. But are you telling me that the average bloke, all right, I finally, I finally lined up a threesome and tell the other two birds, look, it's not happening unless we find someone at another <laughs> Oh, that's, that's pretty that's much. Called, that's, that's the old two in the hand is better than three <laughs> with a bush or something. There, there's, there's no bush anymore. That's uh, a thing of the past. But that's anyway. for, that's yeah. Okay, all right. Oh, good. This show, yeah, has, this show has the ability to degenerate in, a, in the hang space on, of a nanosecond. Hang it's on. Getting, it's going to get worse if now. The, if you think the panda and the blue whale are in trouble... <laughs> Fair a thought for the pubic louse. <laughs> oh. Deforestation has killed off 99% of its habitat. <laughs> yep. Oh, thank, God. God, thank God for great grandmothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay. Righto. Um. <laughs> I knew, this is the show that killed it. Sorry, weren't we just talking about, about you taking your daughter to the grand final? How the bloody hell did we get to there? Anyway, um, uh, so you're going to the grand final. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's how we, and, that's and, how we got and, to that. That's what you one. paid for the tickets. That's that's right. Yeah. Now, now well, and I'm going to the Oriental Club. Good, Brian. $900. Yeah. And yeah. I won't be watching the football. Yeah. I'll be making love with the women and watching a repeat of the Queen's funeral right. at the same time. Well, and that'll be the only stiff thing in the room after about <laughs> 30 seconds. Oh, that's good, Very good, Kevin. <laughs> I like that. Now, We're fine. going down swinging. This is the final episode of Rock and Roll for Now, finally, who wins and, the and grand final? That- at least people can say, oh, uh, I can see why they they got kicked off the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You couldn't do you couldn't do this on radio, to be honest. Uh, no, no. We'd have to really clean up our act for radio. Yeah. <laughs> Especially All radio me. would have to smarten yeah. their act to yeah. take us on. Hence not yeah. a lot of, hence not a lot of Offers coming to the front door of the well, rock and what, roll headquarters. If, if we did if we did the show just like this. Yeah. It would rate its tits off. For 35 seconds that it was on the air before well, before the big dump button got look, pushed. quite frankly, Kev, <laughs> these yeah. radio programmers don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> that they're still playing on, we're on a road to nowhere in blue sky fucking mine. Um, you know, and they're kidding themselves if they think that people don't say fuck. Oh. They do. So people you're, say you're that word say, like that. You're, you're allowed to say fuck up at 10 o'clock. AM or PM? PM. I reckon. You, I reckon you, the the language the uh, has has um, the language barriers have changed enormously in the last. I mean, ten there years. are rules. There are rules. It's like nine o'clock or ten o'clock. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. But um, I always wanted on SEN. They never let me like. <laughs> 
It's now 10 o'clock. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get back on with the show. <laughs> yeah. And, and I would sit there and go, fuck, you got to listen to this show. The guy just says fuck all the time. I tell all my friends. And you then they listen to it. it. You know why you can't do it, seriously? Because it's the Queen died. Fuck, you can say fuck at the right time and it's okay, but you, once you do that, every caller that rings in is going to yep. start swearing. Yeah. And they're all, you know, they're all two, three sheets to the wind or, you know, they've been dropped as a baby on their head. <laughs> you can't let that happen. Uh, uh, this? I had a bloke once, I said, I, I said to him, were you dropped on your head as a baby and then bounced on your head three more times like a tennis ball? <laughs> That got oh. that got a lot of complaints. <laughs> oh, you I said that to him live I, on the I, air. I can't see why. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, I got reported to the broadcasting whatever four times I took the front. What? A, well, that was one of them, obviously. No, that wasn't actually one of them. Oh, okay. There you go. For let once once it wasn't my fault. It was for letting, um, what's his name? Yeah, the. Cooper, who played for, you know, for Preston, and Jamie Shaw. Jamie Shaw, yeah. I interviewed him. I let him say the C word four times. Ooh, yeah, I can see that would have not. Well, I didn't realise. First two times I didn't realise. And then I thought, <laughs> he's on a roll, I'll just leave him. <laughs> so that got me in trouble. Then I got in trouble for, use, for using the word whore. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Ah, people are so sensitive. Then I got in trouble for ringing up a caller off air and telling him I burned his house down. <laughs> so, and well, and sorry guy, for inappropriate that guy laughing. Waved a systematic SMS campaign against me. So yeah, that, yeah, okay. I said, I said to him, you know what, mate? If you and I don't care. If I ever find out, not that you've SMSed me again, if, if I find out you've listened to me, I'm going to come to Bacchus Marsh and burn your fucking house down with you in it. Jeez. And on Monday I got a call from the boss, Barry Quick, you've got to come in, we've got a problem, this guy's laid a complaint. Well, I said, look, I deny it. He goes, fine. You realise he said it into his answering machine? Because oh, no. what, what had happened was it was during a break and I was, just wanted to fucking add enough of him. Yep. It was one of those answering machines. Hi, this is Brian, blah, blah, blah. You know, it wasn't Brian. But, you know, and I just God. cut him off and started telling him that I'm going to burn his house. Well, this is, the, well. this is the thing, you know. Oh, um, here's you threatening some bloke to burn his house down, ringing him up and threatening to burn his house down. And I've got eight coppers at my joint because I'm holding a plastic cap gun to my head. Yeah, well, there you go. What a world we live in. <laughs> you know, well, that really. was the best one. You could almost go to jail for bringing up someone and saying, I'm going to burn your house down, you mother. Well, that's what they said. Yeah, I, I think it's it's certainly an appearance in court. Yeah, well, I was lucky not to. It's a good behaviour. Thank, Thank Christ you weren't Fonny's uh, lawyer, Brian. Jeez, you're doing a great job defending him, man. Eh? Hang on. My favourite one, Kev, this was the Kev, best the one. Whole this reason was, Hang on a sec, Fonny. The yeah. whole reason I'm taking this stance is because I was the fucking bloke that he rang up and threatened to <laughs> fucking burn his house down. Yeah, sorry, wrong and number. Yeah, I'm furious. So the best one, this is the best one. This was 
he didn't report me, but he rang up the station. He wanted to, he wanted financial compensation. Oh. He's the health and fitness show with Craig Harper. And this guy rings up and he goes, we own the Mill Park Bakery, my family. And it was this whole long story that he goes, I'm five foot six and 164 kilos. My mother's five foot five foot one and 132 kilos. My sister works here. She's five two and 128 kilos. And he's doing this whole thing about how ill they are and how serious it is. And then he goes, and diabetes runs in our family. And all I said was, sounds like it's the only thing that does. <laughs> and apparently he wrote a letter to the station saying that it sent him into a spiral of depression and eating. So oh, well. he wanted some sort of compensation, but they made me go out to his store. Now, he was lovely. He there was, you know, the family was lovely. They gave me all this free stuff and they had people in there finding from SDNs coming in. So I felt bad because I they said you've got to go and take him prizes and presents. And I gave and I, all the stuff I took him was like health and fitness stuff that there's no way he was ever gonna use. <laughs> you know, it was like it was like six months of Craig Harper's gym. Three SDN T-shirts, size medium. I, I gave him three medium T-shirts. He wouldn't have fitted up. Could not have fit those T-shirts over his over his hand. Can I just say, as inappropriate yeah. it is, maybe that's a very good line. That's an exception. It was, and it was instant. It's a very it was really good. It's a very very funny line, Viney. That's uh, that's that's classic. That is that is tick the box classic. That one. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I stand yes. by. I stand by that human. Yeah, yeah, I do. I would too. Now, I have probably mentioned this before on the show, but I will mention it again. Mm-hmm. But I have noticed that rather large, let's let's call it what it is, obese women, um, they seem to have a penchant for dyeing their hair purple or reddish purple. And it's like the doctor sort of says, look, your heart is under stress, your knees are giving way, your kidneys are under stress, your blood sugar level is out of control, your kidneys can't handle this, your liver is that. And they go, oh, okay, I'll go to the hairdresser and dye my hair red so nobody will notice. It's just next time you see a really large woman, see what colour her hair is. Do large men do the same thing? No, they don't. I don't think they've got hair. <laughs> you know what large men do that really, really disturbs me? Uh, go on. They wear like, shorts. Yes. Oh. Yes, they do. Anyhow. Well, because they're that hot because they've got so this, much. I'll tell you this, that for many people, that battle with obesity is as hard as people's battle with drugs and battle with this and that. Oh, so yeah, I, I don't hope. make fun of it. Yeah. I don't make fun of that. It can be very difficult for people. Well, it's easy to it, sit back and say, stop eating. But for some people, that's impossible. Yeah, it's true. Well, I, I think you, you, you've answered the whole problem there. You know, if you've got a battle with obesity, then don't have a battle with drugs and then you will lose weight. Oh, you know, you get, it's often you, not that simple, Brian. You get, you get three days of amphetamines into you 
You will not eat for two days. It'll, <laughs> the weight will I fall promise off. You, if, you're, if, you're obese, if you're obese and do that, you might not see day two. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see day Yeah, You're not going to be on a seven-day diet. You'll oh, be, yeah, you'll I'm be I'm gonna, some, so, so tonight you've been the worst lawyer and the worst doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah take, well, at least, at least, at least I haven't upset Lucy as much as you have. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not take uh, either legal or dietary advice from B Mannix of the Gold Coast. Yeah. You, you don't know. Hang on, you don't know Jewish mothers. They all they want is their son to be a doctor or a lawyer. So exactly. you, you just upset her. Yeah. Well, she's like my song. I can be a banker. I was a doctor, she'd lawyer, like, banker. She'd cool. like you. Yeah, it's, it's like you. you're like the song. Doctor, lawyer, banker, fool. Yeah. Oh, I see, which, because, I see which one you got. <laughs> you stand up to me. She likes it. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's a good chart tonight, Kev. Yeah, well, I'm about to read some comments uh, that we've already got off uh, social media. David Burt's been on fire here. He reckons that the uh, the chart looks like it's been the back of someone's Levi's, which it does if you have a look at it on the Facebook post. Uh, and the first album, he said, Good Lord, which is, of course, uh, Hot August Night by Neil Diamond. He goes on to say his, um, his stinkers, his shite, a puppy song, uh, proved that without Danny's bass, Shirley's harmonies and Tracy's tambourine, David Cassidy didn't have a lot going for him. Uh, the two Osmond songs, he wants to know if they actually shared teeth. Uh, he's, <laughs> his goodies are Rocky Mountain Way, I am Pegasus, and The Lord's Prayer. He reckons that he found that very uh, very helpful in churches over the years, knowing that song. Uh, well, Wayne said to us, if Ludwig had to listen to most of this he would do, or go deaf, he would have embraced a lifetime of silence with open arms. Uh, Sue says, uh, She by Osmosis is a great song, which is in the, um, in the hit bounds there. Uh, Will Rice reckons the best for him, Ballroom Blitz, Smoking in the Boys' Room and the Joker. Sorry, I just missed out. Uh, the Bad Ones, Heartbeat, It's a Love Beat, My Kukachu and Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. And the word on the grapevine, according to Will, is that Brian's paying $1.40 for the Lord's Prayer to be in his best three songs. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very religious, is that, Brian? Yeah, he is. Well, anybody who's been listening to the show so far tonight would know that. Now, yeah, just correct. Before, I mean, that's <laughs> the Oriental Plum. He's known as the best. <laughs> hey, don't think that the Oriental Plum is just all prostitutes, jelly and wrestling. It's, um, they've got a chapel there. and um, The house of worship. And an all-you-can-eat Chinese morning book. Father Murphy is he's there doing, he's there doing 10.30 mass yesterday. And yeah. then you go and have the Chinese smorgasbord, all you can eat, and then... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool ice cream with every banana fritter. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you got oh the, God. you buy me drink, you buy me drink. Um, part of the day. All right. Let's Actually, <laughs> how is our mate down the reject shop? Have you seen him? No, no, I haven't. I am going to ambush him, though. Good. Good. Yeah. He ambushed you. You go. You owe him one. No, I am going to ambush him, and I am going to get him back because oh, I, okay. I itched for two days after I put that stupid friggin' disguise on. <laughs> uh, which you can you can see on our Facebook uh, post if you want to have a look at it. All right, let's get to the chart, boys. Uh, but be, just before we get to the chart, I want your winner for Saturday uh, in the grand final. I'm going Geelong, Mister Mannix. Yeah, I think Geelong have been the best team. I think it'll be a good game, but 
it'll, I think it'll be an upset if Sydney gets up. But no, I'm, I'm going for Geelong. I'm very confident. Now, finally, you do have, obviously, your daughter's very near and dear to you. and uh... Yeah, but also I don't like Geelong. I don't like the saloon passage that they get. I don't like the huge advantage they have over the competition for numbers of reasons, not just the home ground, not just the fixture this year, not just the fact that they every player that starts with Geelong Falcons gets quietly spoken to that you can finish your career with us. Not that they circumvent everything, not that they're the greatest pack of hicks of all time, not that they've all got straw between their teeth, not because of pyramid collapsing and us having to subsidise them with the petrol. I just don't like them. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, 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 so for no reason, you have a strange dislike for this club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just he's got an aversion to blue and white. Just one of those yeah. things. Yeah, and that's they beat us in two thousand and nine when we should have won. Not because when we played him in the final in ninety one, Ablett knocked out Nathan Burke, and he had to wear a helmet for the rest of his career. I could go on. Mm, well, apparently you, apparently you can. Uh, yes, yeah, but not but, because when Peter Johnston <laughs> got a free kick when they yeah. were three points down at Moorabbin, he played dead and Gary Ablett took the kick and kicked the goal. I'm not going to carry on. <laughs> Geez, I'm glad because, you know, they might have circumvented uh, the, the, you know, the crux of your argument. But anyway, yeah. you're going for the Swans, which is good. Now, let's get to yeah. the chart. Let's, uh, it's... Friday, the 1st of March, 1974, the number one song was My Cooker Tube by Alvin Stardust. There's a sprinkling of Aussies in here. There's a sprinkling of, God, there's a sprinkling of everything in this. It's a most interesting chart. And it was, you said to me on the text, uh, finally, when I sent the chart, that this was about the time you started listening to music on a serious nature? Well, yeah, I really started loving music, you know. I mean, some of these were just, some of these have remained favourite songs, two of my top three. I don't know if they're great songs, but by crikey, they are because I loved them and I still love them. You know? yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I reckon you picked a heck of a week to get into music, really. This wasn't the best week to start getting into music. <laughs> you've you got a variety, didn't you? I mean, you know, you've got, you've got Perry Carter. Oh, you've got, yeah. You've got Helen got Reddy. You've got the Drifters. You've got uh, yeah. Charlie oh, for, Rich. For, for, yeah, for, you know, for a nine-year-old kid, there was enough, about to turn nine, there was enough here to... Yeah, enough here to upset your parents with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, enough well, to uh, soothe, soothe the savage beast of the parents with the odd, you know, little kind of crooner one in there. So what have you what have you come up with uh, your best uh, your best and worst three? All right, my, my number three bad, first of all, grammatically disgraceful title, sung by an absolute nobody. It's, a, it's sort of country and west dribble with no purpose. Ooh. He did with me. By Vicky Lawrence. He did what with me? He did it with me? <laughs> no, no, we don't want to know what he did with her because it's... He did play tennis with me? No, no, he did He did go for a walk worse. with me? No, it was worse. Is this blankety blanks? He did blank with me. <laughs> he... By Vicky Lawrence. <laughs> Stupid, Vicky. Well, Vicky's a top bird. <laughs> Who is she? Who's Vicky Lawrence? She was the. If well, she stood up in your cereal tomorrow, Brian, you she'd would have, not recognise her. I she would. would. I wouldn't because she'd have milk and sugar all over her head, which would disguise her. But let's just say that after he did with me, Vicky never walks the same. That's all I'm saying. 
And Vicky was Vicky that. was Carol Burnett's sidekick on the Carol Burnett show, and she had a, a, her other big hit was a thing called "The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia," which is a really good song. Um, this one, though, I agree with you. Fine, uh, it's not one another of the another sexy night with Vicky when the nights where lights went out in Georgia. Oh, that was, was the night the lights no went out again. in Georgia. Yeah, she's she's she, she's just a look. You know, I don't say mole, but no, stop it. I'm just putting it out there. No, stop it. Um, well, can't she write a song about not getting rooted? Well, just I for don't. Once. I don't know, Brian. Um, but we'll ask her and find out. But we'll get fine. He's number three. Good Why first. don't we get her on the show, Kev? On the dead. life of Brian. <laughs> Apart from that, is there any reason she might be alive? She it's might be lying in state. <laughs> oh, that's right. There's thousands waiting to see her. All yeah, right, what's your, here we go. What, what's your good one? I, I, I like Vicky. She's great. Have you taken over hosting? Oh, it sounds like it, doesn't it? Apparently. I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. Good. Funny? Oh, who are you? <laughs> okay, Kevin. <laughs> now, now, just to prove that I am not in any way prejudiced against solo female singers, my number three good. Now, I love this. I loved this song when I was a kid. I know a lot of people went for Devil Gate Drive, but... The real good one was 48 Crash. That was just a great song by Susie Quattro. Yep. So for a young kid, put that on, 48 Crash. You know, it's nothing but yelling and screaming. It's probably not one of the greatest songs of all time, but I loved it. Yep. I did too. don't even know what it means. Good song. I don't want to, got no idea what a 48 Crash is, but good on her. Uh, she's a she's a beauty, Susie Quattro. Righto, yep. uh, Mr. Mannix, your number three, good and a bad, please. Well, my number three, bad, mm. is a fantastic song. It's great. What? One of my favourite songs of all time. And so how does it get into my number three, bad? Pray tell, Brian. It's because Donny Osmond is singing it, and I speak of number 24, are you lonesome tonight? Just leave it to Elvis, Donnie. Just let Elvis do it. It's his song. You just go and sing Puppy Love or something else. But no, no, no good. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's a fair enough, uh, fair enough summation of that song. Now, there's a lot of songs in this that I can put in the good file. And I'm going to try and go for ones, you know, like Sorrow by Bowie is a great song, but I'm not going to go down that street because I think there's other songs that are worth more worthwhile, um, you know, giving them a little bit of attention. And I'm going to, so I'm going to go, my number three good is number 21. It's, um, it's Ringo Starr doing Photograph. And, um, you know, it's not a great song. I think George wrote it, but... It's Ringo, it's a Beatle, and it's that album was um, all four Beatles played on that album to help Ringo. Good album, and, that. That had your 16, your beautiful in your mind and photograph, and yeah, that was actually a really good album. It Don't Come Easy, was that on that as well? No, it was on the one before. Oh, okay. But um, I think, yeah, Don't Come Easy was the one where all the four Beatles, I didn't get together, but. Paul wrote a song, George wrote a song, and John and George played together on. But anyway, yeah. So, you know, I just think, um, yeah, there's a lot of great songs here, but I figured that one deserves a little bit of a reminder in people's mind. Yep. I concur, Mr. Mannix. Good song. I like Photograph. I like, I like Ringo. I, I, the unpretentiousness of Ringo and just 
you know, him as a him as a bloke. When you see him in all the things that you have seen him in over the years, I, I just I've always liked Ringo. Well, would you remember when we spoke to Brian Brown, kids? Yeah, he talked and about. And he said yeah. Ringo was just the funniest guy in the world, and he said, "Well, he's just so happy and vibe." And Paul said to him that we got to understand that you know Ringo thought he was going to die, so every day is a great day for Ringo. Yeah. Which I thought was quite poignant. And Colin Hay, uh, I remember, talked about him because they're actually they're on tour now, Ringo's all-star band uh, across America at the minute. Uh, Colin Hay talked about every time he catches up with him, Ringo wants to talk, wants his stories. He said, I've heard all mine. I want yours. What are your stories? Tell me your stories. Well, we love Ringo. Just one of those good blokes. My number three good is uh, a bloke who I think was in Ringo's all-star band at one stage. He's not at the moment because he's on the road with his number one band. He's also a current cast member of the TV series The Connors um, with John Goodman and all those things. <laughs> what, what used to be the old Roseanne series is now called The Connors. And that's, that's uh, Joe Walsh. Uh, Rocky Mountain Way, I've got uh, my number three because I, oh. I just reckon it's a really, really good song. It is. Great have, you heard Joe Walsh, have you heard Joe Walsh talk lately? Not for a while. He, he's always sort of sounded like he was half whacked. So, man, here's what happened, and that's real. That's really what happened. <laughs> oh, mate. He, he, yeah, anyway, that's for people to check out on YouTube. Well, uh, yeah, uh, he's a very good friend of, uh, a mutual friend of uh, of us who uh, runs Murcotts, uh, Mark Lowe. Oh. He's good friends with Joe. And uh, Joe... Uh, I've, I've done a couple of things with Joe. Did a rock set with Joe and a couple of other things, and he was really, he was really, really good. Uh, One so, three hundred triple five five seven six. <laughs> if you want to get a uh, advanced you know, driving Mark's course, a good well, we can give him a little extra plug. You know, Absolutely. get down to advanced driving with Mark Murcotts. That's good. All right, I'm going to be quiet for a while. Okay, now it's my really number difficult. My number three bad. Let me read you some of the lyrics. I don't know what I'm saying as my trembling figures touch forbidden places. I only know that I've waited for so long for the chance that we are taking. Well, I don't know and I don't care what made you tell him you don't love him anymore and as I taste your tender kisses, I can tell you've never been this far before. Is this song called Premature Ejaculation? Uh, no. Maybe, okay. what you, maybe what you're doing is... <laughs> No, just listen to what he's saying. And as I take this love you're given, I I can feel the tension building in your mind and you're wondering if tomorrow I'll still love you like I'm loving you tonight. You have no way of knowing tonight will only make me love you more and I hope that you'll believe me because I know you've never been this far before. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Jesus, who's this idiot? Conway Twitty wrote that and performed no. it, and it's called You've Never Been This Far Before. And he, So he's given some virgin a really bad route. That's what I'm reading from it. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, welcome to sex, baby. Here's something <laughs> that's shit ass. Uh, so as much as we used to, uh, in many ways, love playing that song in the, uh, the mid-'70s because... Uh, the, you know, the, the sort of hammy DJ in me, uh, we used to be dropping jokes on the end of that at a million miles an hour. Um, you've never been this far before yet. Frankston is a long way. Um, so we, <laughs> we do all those sorts of, uh, you know, silly uh, jokes with it. So but it, it had some value, but as a song, it's bloody awful. Um, and Conway, uh, as much as he's a massive or was a massively big uh, uh, 
uh, American country star or country star in America, he's not a great singer and it's not a great song. So that's my number three. Mr. Fine. Okay, my number two band. Mm-hmm. Now, when I saw the title of this, I thought, is this the song with the name of a boat? Then I listened to it, and I think it actually is a song about a boat. <laughs> yes. It's by Katya Epstein. It's oh, called it's... Star of Mykonos. Oh, what a god song. Now, I think if there's a Greek version, I don't know what they do st- the Greek well, version. You, got a well, you can idea. stick that. You can stick the Greek version right up your ass. <laughs> well... <laughs> if there's any room after you stick this one there. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. This is not a good song. Oh, it's an awful song. It's a well, it, we used to have to I used to have to play that. And I used to think, my God, why am I playing this crap? It's just it's a dreadful song. Thanks. Have anybody have any of you been to Mykonos? Yeah, I have. It's great. Oh, it's shit. It's a big pile of mud. There's no grass, there's no trees. Where's the oh, star of Mykonos there? There is no star. I was the only star there. Oh, God's great sake. Time. I had a great time in Mykonos. I liked their wine. Their wine was great. But, um, no, I didn't like Mykonos. Okay. All not right, fine. Santorini, but it was good. All right. Yeah. So, so the song, the song's awful. The song's bloody awful. All right, what's your, uh, what's your number two good? Now, I've got to say that everything... He did after this annoyed me, actually. Um, he had a number one hit with a song that I didn't like, Gonna Make You a Star. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a really cool song. I it wish is. David yeah. Estes would have kept on. I wish he would have kept on this bone rather than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Rather than the dross he ended up doing. Because Rock On, I don't know. Why did change direction? I don't know. Very cool song. I still love Rock On. I yeah. reckon this song actually stands the test of time in a big way. Yeah, agree. So, totally agree. Very much my number two. Yep. Really good song. Really, very really, cool. really good song. Yeah. And then Gonna Make You a Star, just sort of rubbish. I mean, I went downhill from there. Well, it was a pop hit and he became a pop star and he did yeah. a lot of, um, an awful lot of um, uh, English theatre. Uh, in terms of pantos and all that sort of stuff, and and I think still does a lot of that even even to today. But uh, uh, yeah, he did a thing did a thing after call after going to make you start called City Lights, which was like about a seven minute song. It's actually a really good song. Yeah, that was okay. all right. Yeah, yeah I, 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 like, I, like, I like. Yeah, Rock On's a great song. All right, Brian, number two, good and bad, please. Well, my number two, good. I've been gazumped. I agree. Rock On, rock on. is good. Yeah, me is too. great. Um, and what I like about it is. The production and of the music, it's like really weird. It was really brave decisions, you know, what they made with this. Like, it's, I'm not sure there's a guitar in it. It's all these weird sounds and stuff. And it's beautiful. It's moody, but it's it's beautifully moody. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, it's a great piece of production, and um, I agree with Finey that you know he should have gone down this track more than going to make you a star and. You know, the, you know, like Make You a Star is kind of like Movie Star by Harpo. It's in the same vein as that. Yeah. This was really, really cool. So David Essex Rock On for me is my um, number two good. He did a movie as a bike rider or something too, I remember, back yeah, in Yeah, he did a movie called That'll Be The Day, which yeah. Ringo Star was in. Yeah, and, and but then, he did one before and that. And that was about it. 
And then afterwards he did Stardust, which was about him having a Beatle band. And that's right. It's kind of about the decline of somebody that's famous, you know, they just yeah. end up shutting out the world and he lived in a castle and fighting his manager. It was terrible. But, yeah, no, good movie. What was the one he did before those two? He did one as a, he was a motorbike rider of some description, I think, from memory. Okay, and I can't think of the name of it, but I'm, I'm sure he did do one where it was more, it might have been after those maybe, a more dramatic kind of role than rather than playing a pop star. Um, I think, I think. Uh, all right, that's your number two. Good. What's your number two bad? Um, well, Dawn. Dawn? Uh, she's not Dawn. She's number 31. 31. Dawn, who's in the strawberry patch with Sally? Who's in the strawberry patch? Well, you know, I was watching, um, you know, Race Around Australia before while we were talking and I've seen that the, the camel tail is making a comeback and, um, with Dawn, I just thought, well, you know, she's probably up early in the morning. That's right. Well, that's Tony yeah. Orlando and Dawn, of course, and that was the much-anticipated follow-up to tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Yeah, right. Well, he tied a yellow ribbon around more than the old, old mm. oak tree. He said, happy birthday, baby. And, no, thank uh, you. Thanks for the camel toe. All no, right. Thank you. Uh, my number two, Good Is Rock On as well. I love that song. I just reckon that's a great song. Uh, the whole... Old Jimmy Dean thing, the lyrics of it, the, as I said, I reckon the mood of that song, it's it's a really moody kind of uh, song and I, I think he sings it brilliantly. So that's uh, my number two good. My number two bad, oh, God, isn't this? Well, Strawberry Patch with Sally uh, certainly uh, stinks up the room, but I'm going to, oh, well, I'll leave that for number one. I might leave that for number one because uh, I think the the Osmonds have been mentioned, but uh, the Osmond sister hasn't been mentioned yet, and Paper Roses is a really, really awful, bloody, nauseating, vomit-inducing uh, effort by Marie Osmond. Oh, with the teeth. Um, so she gets my number two, Bad. Uh, I don't think she was a great singer by any stretch of the imagination. Only one she had Os- beautiful teeth, Keith. Only one Osmond song I've ever liked, and that was one Bad Apple, and only just like that, but the Osmonds were certainly not someone that I ever entertained uh, on my turntable at home, that's for sure. Might have had to play them on the radio, but not at home. I reckon you did. I reckon you're, you're a closet Osmond fan. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Not even little, not even little Jimmy got on my turntable at home. Don't you worry about that. He could have popped I up. Reckon every time I've come to your joint, <laughs> I've heard long-haired lover from Liverpool blaring in the background. If he popped up in my cereal, he'd have such a dented head from my spoon whacking the bejesus out of him and his him and his uh, toothy uh, toothy siblings. Uh, finally, we have uh, Forty Eight Crash and Rock On, two r- exceptionally good English songs. And we have He Did With Me and the star of Mykonos in the bad fall. What uh, graces the number one spots from Friday the 1st of March 1974? All right. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious what the worst song is. It's not that obvious, but (laughs) I was hoping, actually, because it was written in the cards as Mare, Mare, Mare. Oh. <laughs> or mare, mare, mare. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was the field of a fillies and mares down at Sale. <laughs> but the actual song is even worse. It's mare, mare, or mare, 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 mare by Adi Mori, 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 Mori. 
I don't know. But it's, it's like, you know, sometimes when you're on radio, listening to radio, and you, you drive through an intersection and it just picks up another station for a second mm-hmm. and then it goes Never. back to the station you were listening to. Never had that happen. It happened to me when I listened to, like, that Kiss FM. I get this Arab station come on every now and then. Anyhow. <laughs> It's like, why is there a song from the Italian charts in the middle of this chart? This song has no place here. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how that happened. I, I don't remember the song at all. Yeah. At least it could be called Mare, 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 Gelding, <laughs> Billy, Mare, Mare. Yeah. That'd make more sense. Uh, it's a very awful song. Exceptionally oh. awful song. Let's go to number. Oh, I'll put that in the good pile. It should be over here in the bad. Yep. Are you ready, Steve? Ah. Uh-huh. Andy? Yeah? Mick? Okay. All right, fellas. Let's go. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, that is such a great song. It is a good song. That's a song for the ages. Great when I was a kid. Always happy to hear it. Loved watching the Melody Lords cover band do a version of it. Loved Sweet doing it. What a great song. You know, I mean, they had, they had some other good songs. I'm not going to deny it. Yeah. You know, Fox I, Up Run was yeah. pretty good, okay, not as good. I didn't mind Hellraiser. Well, that was a good little song. Yeah, oh, and right. and um, Blockbuster. Yeah, but I thought Blockbuster was a good song. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying they had other good songs. I they had, they had the, the th- really interesting thing about Sweet from a radio point of view, uh, being on the air, their songs always had a really interesting and different beginning. It might have been yeah. a siren. Yeah. It might have been them talking. It was that they always had something that went bang. It's the Kiss song. <laughs> yeah, that Fox on the Run. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's I a mean, very good call, Kev. Yeah, that is true. I mean, the only thing they had that one song that didn't fit, of course. Which one? Love is like oxygen. Yeah, I didn't like that. I don't mind yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it wasn't quite, I guess it's not a bad song, but it was sort of a strange That song. was when they changed record labels. They went from the CBS onto uh, Polydor or Polygram, whatever it was, and they and that was, I think that was a really concerted effort to make an American album. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Do you know they had a song called ACDC? Was that back in the early days when they had things like Wigwam? Um, yeah, your Wigwam Bam, I'm not yeah. back to Yeah. Uh, it was well, not well, it was the same year, same year as this. As oh, okay. I can't remember the ACDC. Yeah, I just want to know if it preceded ACDC. Um, anyhow, I loved Boring Blitz. Yeah, no, good choice. Yeah. That's a that's a great. I am ready, Steve. Hey, that's interesting. Uh, that's th- the your three top three are all uh, English. Bands, or yeah, well, David Essex. Yeah, with the uh, Queen. Quattro, huh? oh, there you go. Her, Her Majesty mm. would be impressed, funny. Yeah, and and nothing against our friends from the Mediterranean, but <laughs> Greek and Italian songs need to be on Greek and Italian charts. Or <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, fair enough. 
Now, Mr Mannix, we come to your bad uh, group, which has Are You Lonesome Tonight by Donnie, uh, Who's in the Strawberry Patch uh, with Sally by Tony Orlando, and Your Goods are Photographed by Ringo and Rock On by David Essex. What have we got at the top? Okay, my best good song, and, you know, as I said earlier, we, I could have picked other ones, but there's certain songs I, I just think should be highlighted. And um, I think Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Elton John is a great song. Um, um, I think it's one of his best. I think probably Tiny, Tiny Dancer is better or Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. However, oh, there's that camel toe back on the TV. For God's sake. All right, man, get on with it. Some baggy pants on. I'm, you know, I'm trying to concentrate. Come on. And, all right. Do you know that Elton so, John never ate iceberg lettuce in his life? He's never passed on with a chick either. Uh, well, he has. Did you know that? Uh, why has he not ever eaten iceberg lettuce? He's a rocket man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus, did I walk into that or what? Um, uh, yes, so, so goodbye, Yellow Brick number Road. One, number one good. Now, my number one bad. I, I just want, before you get to your number one bad, uh, you mentioned a song, uh, an Elton John song there, which I love, Tiny Dancer. I think Tiny Dancer right. is a great song, really well done. Can I just say that, 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 Hideous, bloody, stupid, ridiculous version that's running around at the moment with Britney Spears is an abomination that should never be played. You should only ever listen to Elton John doing Tiny Dancer, not to that heap of shit. Why have Tiny Dancer or Tony Danza? Tony Danza, which was the Friends joke. That was, uh, yes. what's her name? Tony Danza. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> good. I like that. It's a good joke. Now, my number... One bad. Yeah. And look, this isn't the worst song on the chart. Well, why don't make it your number one then? Wait a minute. This bloke can write. Oh. oh, okay. He's written some of the greatest songs of all time. And he's just phoned in the effort on this one. Mungo Jerry? Um, really? No, 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 no. Harry Como? Paul McCartney. Oh. Helen Wheels. And Paul, you know, without John to kick him up the ass, he's Helen, hell on wheels. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, 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 oh. Helen Wheels. Look, you know, it's it's not the worst song in the world, but for Paul McCartney to come up with that, you know, this guy can write Long and Winding Road and Hey Jude and, you know, Sergeant Pepper and Yesterday and all these great songs and to put out this half-assed piece of shit which he's obviously made up in the studio when they're jamming. I, I you know, I, I don't, you know, like I don't hate it, but I just think for McCartney, this is not up to standard. I just think he's been lazy and he needs John to, he's everywhere, look at this TV. There's Stop it, camel just toe. concentrate on the program. Right, um, yeah, so. Um, well, it was yeah, the band, so, it was on the Band on the Run album, which I thought was a really good album. Well, it is a good album, but it's, it's, it's you know, this song does enough to be okay, but it's Paul McCartney. Yeah, the lyrics, you know, yeah. The lyrics are, are, are banal, you know, I'd, I'd agree with you. It's actually quite a good little song in terms of it kind of rocks along a yeah. little bit. It's not. I, I'm not, I'm not crazy world. about the production on it. Anyway, no, no, and I agree that a lot of people would like the song, but for me, it's disappointing okay. from Paul McCartney. I expect more from Paul McCartney. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair okay. enough. I understand. Uh, my number one bad, oh, God, heartbeat, it's a love beat by the DeFranco family. Please go away, go away. 
Um, they were sort of like, uh, they all looked like little miniature Tony Orlandos. Um, and uh, they were supposed to be, you know, the teen pop uh, sort of the, I, I guess the um, the Spanish version of the Osmonds or something. I was going like to say that. the Italian version well, of the Osmonds. Well, sorry, it might be an Italian version of the Osmonds, whatever they were. The They were bloody awful and that's a really, really horrible pop song. I like pop songs but for the majority of times. I am a pop uh, person, but that is just a really awful pop song. Yeah. And there's a few awful pop songs on this uh, particular uh, chart. Um, we've we've mentioned most of them already tonight, but there are a few others. Uh, and my number one good uh, couldn't go past bloke we had on Life of Brian a few weeks back, a few episodes back, uh, and I just think he's a really talented Australian. Uh, and the song is at number 10 on this chart. It's Ross Ryan's I Am Pegasus. I loved that song. I still love that song. Um, thought he sang it really well. It was a... Uh, it was a song that he kind of talks about now in terms of, oh, yeah, well, you know, just sort of banged it out. And it was a bit of a comedy novelty song and what do you know? Went on to be a number one hit. It was amazing, wasn't it? Yes. You just you had to go, oh, well, you know, I thought it was going to be just taking the piss out of something <laughs> and it, it became this thing. And as we've said before, all of the people we talk about, these songs that we love, they haven't thought about them much at all. They're just like, ah, oh, well, I had this idea and they slapped it together and and they come up with something great. Yeah. It just goes to show. And wasn't terribly happy with the vocal performance on the record, all of those things. It's it's really funny how, how we, we've discovered these things with people we've gone back and talked to them about their, uh, about their songs. Uh, mm. So that, uh, yeah, that's my number, no, my number one good it's a good song. Oh, well done, kid. Well done, kid. Well, that's it. Now we uh, we should do uh, uh, now be reverent and uh, and and speak softly and go off into the distance because it's a very sombre time in the world. Well, I'll just tell you how the Queen's going. Oh, there's a bloke. There's a bloke in a dress having you, a chat. You mean you won't be what you haven't been watching the Queen's? <laughs> I thought you were. Well, watching. I wanted to watch it from the start, kid. Oh, I've you know been one taping thing. It. I'll tell you one thing that has annoyed me this week. Can we not refer to Harry, Kate, William, and Megan as the Fab Four? Can you stick that up your clacker, media? Like seriously, the Fab Four is John, Paul, George, and Ringo, not bloody Harry, Kate, William, and Megan. Nick off. So you reckon it's um, about that Mikanovs thing, yeah? The Mikanoff. The Mikanoff. <laughs> what was the Mikanoff song called? The Star of Mikanoff by Cartier Epstein. I don't know why I said that. It makes no sense. Okay. Okay. Well, you can you can go and watch the uh, the rest of the Queen's funeral. Uh, finally, you can go and uh, get ready for another big big week there at uh, at Lenny's Fine Foods in North Caulfield. Thank you both for your time and attention. It's been a thorough pleasure as always. And if this program it's, ever... Is Finey still there? If there's ever another episode of this program, mate, I hope you're both on it with me. Is Finey still there? No, I think he's gone. He's, well, he's, good. Now, fro- now we can talk honestly <laughs> about him. <laughs> he's, fro- he's, he's frozen in time. No, he's done the smart thing. He's got out while he was ahead. Um, he's probably he's probably ringing his mother. Okay, Lucy, I'm <laughs> Apologising. Sorry. Yes. You know, it didn't record this week. Yeah. Oh, well. Just listen about halfway through, Mum, and we'll see what happens. Um, all right. Thank you, Brian. Good night. Well, I think we reached a high standard of mediocrity tonight, <laughs> Kev, so well done for us. Jeez, did we get that high? We've done well. Uh, and I think, we're, I think we've got our F-word count up highest we've had for months. Yeah, DeFranco. It got us there. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> See you, Brian. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
You've just experienced rock and roll. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook.